Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Happy New Year, men! Luke Aylward, our 3% brother from Bristol, joined me again this week to have a discussion about text game. It was sort of a follow-up to the second episode I did on the podcast where I talked about what I've learned about texting, but this time I wanted to get Luke's perspective and experience. And I also wanted to talk about how texting when you're in, in an exclusive relationship is a little different than it is from when you are just like starting to date somebody. We also talked about how you can apply a lot of the same principles from text game to in-person bantering while on a date. I'll bring that all to you right after this word from this week's sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. It's the Luke and Paul show. It is. I think I, I might have to check. This might be the New Year's New Year's Eve episode. Uh. <laughs> uh, happy 2021. Woo! You know what's funny? Uh, this isn't the topic for today, but... Uh, last.
shit year for me. You know, uh, breaking up with my my long term ex girlfriend, uh, just floundering around on the dating circuit, uh, trying to find. So I had a, I don't know if I ever told this story, but I had a a, a cruise lined up that I bought the year before. I, I bought tickets and and uh, for a big cabin and everything the year before because my my girlfriend and I were going to go on it. And then of course she started being her and we broke up so then i was on this quest last year to try to find someone to go with me on this fucking cruise and uh so then i met cop chick who i've talked about in previous episodes and cop chick was going to go with me but then she ended up having like major surgery in like december and she was like oh i'm not gonna be able to go so there's just like oh fuck you know just like one thing after another last year so i was like you know what i don't give a shit uh 2020 is going to be the best fucking year ever. Yeah. And then COVID hit and no matter what, I was like, nope, still going to be the best fucking year ever. Oh, and yeah. it, for me, it has been. For a lot of the guys on the page, I don't think it has been. They're, they're you know, still down the dumps. They're having a hard time dating because of COVID. Yeah. But I, I, this year has been fucking great for me. That's it. You, you've proven that uh, by harnessing the law of attraction and harnessing the 3% skills, it can still be done. It can still work. And that's the mindset that I'm going with as well, because I've, I mean, yeah, okay, it might, it might not have been, the quality might not have been so good since COVID, but the quantity has been insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so it, it goes beyond, for me, it goes beyond just dating. Um, like mm. this year is the year that I, I, I kind of look at it like my year of enlightenment. So discovering the 3% man path, rediscovering the law of attraction, mm. and just diving into every audiobook possible. I, I've read so many fucking audiobooks this year, and yeah. I've reread. I've never reread a book in my life, really. You yeah. know, like I read a book through it, and I'm like, I, I think I get the gist of it, and then I move on. I think most people do that. Yeah. And this year was like Corey taught taught us no really good books that you want to internalize. You read it 10 to 15 times. And, and then I, I started following <clears throat> Bob Proctor because of the secret and he does the same thing. And I'm like, there's something to this. <laughs> yeah. Corey really is giving away the greatest information for free. Isn't he? Like, it's not for free. Is it? Well, no, you well, can some of it on his YouTube, I guess. I mean, the things on his YouTube and the things in the book is just sensational and it's changing everything. I mean, it helps that we can remind each other of what we're doing wrong and spot each other's mistakes and flaws. But, you know, as I say, when he does those coaching sessions, a lot of the time, you know, he will say, well, go back to my book, which is free. And the videos, again, lately, as I say, they've been game changers for me. You're right. You're right. His uh, he, the PDF version of his book is free if you sign up for his newsletter. So I take that back. But like most of us listen to it on Audible. Yeah, that's not free. You can pirate it. It's on Audiobook Bay if you're a, a so pirate. inclined. Yeah, pirate. if you're a pirate, <laughs> like like me, I are matey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just uh, I, I get a lot of books from Audiobook Bay. I'm not going to say how I get them. Yeah. Because this this isn't a nerd tech uh, hacker episode, but um, no, what we were what we just we were going to talk about we had discussed offline was uh, maybe a follow up on what 
we've all learned about texting because my second episode, uh, which was all, it was a solo episode, but I, I kind of spelled out pretty much everything that I'd learned about texting. Hmm. And that's my, still my most popular episode because that a lot of guys want to know, like they want text game and shit. They want to know like what, how they should respond to certain things. And Corey breaks it all down in the book. And it took me, I think it wasn't until like my four, three that I finally grasped the texting stuff that he was talking about in the book. Yeah. You have to, there has to be a point where it becomes part of who you are and you no longer cling onto the script and you can bend it and flip it anyway. Cause you've understood the principle. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I think, uh, I don't know about you, but I was definitely one of those guys when I first joined the group, I was screenshotting a lot of my text interactions, either if it was over text itself or over, uh, you know, whatever messaging feature in a dating app. And I was posting on the page like, guys, what do you think? How, how would you, how did I do here? Or I, some of, a lot of the time I wasn't even asking for advice. I was just like, Hey, this is, I set up another definite date and I, and I posted that as an example and then people would critique it and shit. Yeah. And, I remember that. But, but, uh, there's a lot of guys who are doing that now and I, I'm at the point where I feel confident enough in my texting abilities that I don't ask for advice on the page anymore. No. You know, I, I just, I know what I'm supposed to do and I just, just do it. Uh, yeah. But there's still a lot of guys that, that are asking for advice. Oh, that's it. So a lot of it from what I see is, you know, there are specific things on text game, but a lot of it, the, the game remains the same. So, you know, the things that you say when you approach a woman, like, so tell me about you. What do you like to do or what do you do for fun? A lot of that stuff can be, and the same, the way that we use a takeaway, the way that we pass a shit test, it's, those rules apply for everything. So it was like, remember like yesterday, I used it, I used that trick on the date as well. But you remember when someone said, uh, why do you think we're a good match? And I said, because I wear green socks. She then said, oh yeah. Green's my favorite color. I mean, bullshit. But the point is, I used that that technique of passing a shit test. That works every time. It worked on the date. Someone said, what What the hell are you talking about? And I said, did you just ask, am I wearing green socks? And then she goes, well, I'm, I'm lost. And I said, no, we're in uh, such and such a place. How can you be lost? You know where we are. You've got Google Maps. <laughs> just start being ridiculous. Yep. And the same rules apply over text. You might use less words. But same things, the same rules, you know, if you've understood how, how the attraction works via communication on a date or in a pickup situation, it's the same on text. There's just a few rules about response time and the size of the text, for example, and where you put the words. Yeah, got it. So you, uh, you brought up asking a chick, what, what do you like to do? do you, you typically do that, right? Yep. Yep. So I, I used to have a system that I created called Spike Intrigue Challenge. Now, it doesn't have to go in that order, but if you want to get a response, you have to do one of those three things. It has to either spike their emotions, and you can do that with a compliment as long as it's done from a place of power, which I think we've talked about before, and the book talks about that. Intrigue, you say something that where you give them some information, but in all, all information, oh, I've just been working and they don't even know what my job is, for example, because I don't have it on my profile. Or And then challenge, of course. So, you know, how good are you at such and such? How good are you at knitting? You know, could you make me a scarf? 
or something so that to the point where they go yeah i could knit this and i could knit that and i knitted my granny a house or whatever so you want to have like you know if a good text message will elicit will have one or all three of those things within them got it okay i used to ask chicks so what do you like to do for fun and stuff like that back when i was uh, before I learned all this stuff and I used to try to build that rapport, you know, like, cause a lot of guys feel like they have to sit there and text for fucking days and shit to build rapport. Yeah. And you don't. Um, and I, and I used to do that. I used to ask us, oh, so what do you like to do for fun? Kind of like, it's almost like, uh, uh, uh I'm trying to think of the, the, the term for it, but it's small talk. That's what it is. We call it small talk. Right. Yeah. Um, I stopped doing that because a lot of these, you know, a lot of these uh, dating books and stuff like that, you know, basically talk about you, you sort of banter a little bit, maybe about 10 minutes worth. And, and then you try to set a definite date, then you get off the phone. Right. So I stopped asking that because I don't really care what the chick likes to do. I'm going to set the date and I'm going to invite her to join me on what I like to do, mm -hmm. which may, may come guys as like an egotistical trip but really it's not it's more about setting the tone and taking the lead and uh you know chicks kind of dig that and then when you and then when you meet up in person then you can kind of get into that kind of shit like that but i never do that over text you never do but that I, but that works for you that that works for it you does. yeah yeah because if they're interested then they'll start trying to qualify themselves and talking about all the things that they do mm -hmm. and then from there on in you know, I when when they say what about you, that's when I can steer it where I want it to go. Got that's it. Okay. Be ridiculous and funny and put in a whole load of intrigue. So what one thing I, I do want to bring up is you know, so a lot of us I mean this this whole podcast is based on Corey Wayne. Uh, you know, and uh, like basically our whole audience is guys from the three percent man Facebook group. But uh Corey's not the only guy I've ever gotten information from. You know, I've gotten information from How To Beast. Um, I got, you know, I, I read uh, Dr. Glover's books, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Canwell's books, you know, like The Atomic Attraction, stuff like that, Rollo Tomasi. Um, and they all have, a lot of them have similar techniques, but some of them have other ideas, right? And I think in that, in that texting episode, I talked about the confirm, confirm, which Corey is absolutely against, but How To Beast and uh, Dave Parada, his YouTube channel, they talk about Confirm Confirm, and you and I both use Confirm Confirm. Absolutely. If you don't, you're fucked, and I'm going to explain why, because 97% of guys don't do it. So obviously, you know, the guys they're used to, if, if a guy they're used to texting uh, and dating did that, it's an instant no, but also... Girl world is is um, is covert communication, and in in girl communication, covert communication. If you don't, if you suddenly you don't confirm, that means it's off. And girls, they expect they expect alpha males to understand, to get it, to understand their secret language. If you don't understand their secret language, you are instantly considered ninety seven percent. They instantly see you as a beta male. So they are testing to see which guys understand covert and sub communication. So as a man, you need to fucking know that that's the way women think. So that particular thing of not texting before the date is bullshit. And I have a much better system.
Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, yeah, I, I noticed that when you stop, like you set that definite date, you're like, okay, I'll see you there. Um, and then Corey in the book talks about, oh, we say, well, if you get there first, then I'll get a table. And if I get there first, then I'll get a table. Otherwise, I will talk to you later. That's too long-winded for me. I've never used that. Uh, so typically after I've set a, a definite date, I'll say something like, great. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you then. And then I get off the phone yeah. until the night before. And then that leaves them time to wor- wonder about me. But a lot of girls at that by that time feel like I've ghosted them. And uh, if I don't do the confirm the night before, then they've already made other plans and stuff like that. Uh, Benny and I talked about that when he was on. Now, Benny, Benny talks about using a, like you should actually call a chick to set that definite date and not use text. And that's, that eliminates the need for confirm, confirm. And I, I haven't tried it myself. I think you've tried it. Yep. But, uh, it will get, we'll get to that in a minute, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I use confirm, confirm because chicks usually typically think that they've been ghosted now. Now what, what were you going to add to that? Cause you add a little, some, you, you add a little spice. I add some spice to this rice. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I, and, and you will have heard a million videos by this point in time, I will have posted a thousand videos about why I think honesty is the most important kind of game and why you should be yourself within the rules of the game mm-hmm. and within okay. the rules of self-improvement and all that being your best self, but you should be authentic. So what I do is I'm fucking honest with them and I say, Hey, they say, see you tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So once I've confirmed, because I, 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 so let's go to it. So I now, moment I've got their phone number, I, I phone them straight away or the night after or whatever it is, maybe the next day. I ring them up. I banter with them. I agree the date. Then I say, I am going to send you the address and where to park. So I say, here's where you're going and here's where you're going to park. And then once she said, oh, that's great. I look forward to it. Then I say, this is the kicker. Since I've done this, no one's flaked on me. Literally no one's flaked since I did this. I said, cool. Um, I don't text, but I don't text much before dates. Um, and I said, what did I say today? Today I said, what did because I say? Because it kills the mystery, right? Because it, it kills the mystery or because I prefer, to get, I prefer to get to know people in person. And then a quality woman, a high quality woman will be so cool with that. She's like, oh, that's great. I prefer that. A low quality woman will get very insecure and start shit testing hard. And you don't want to be with those chicks. Because you remember British shit test girl, she hated that. She got pissed. Yeah. British shit test girl's a fucking cunt. And I don't like <laughs> yeah. I don't like uh, bad mouthing women, but she's a she's a bitch for sure. She was a piece of work and she was giving me a heart a, a headache before we'd even met. I'm like, sorry, who are you to give me that much trouble before we've even met and to have a go at me for not texting her all day? It's like, whoa, why should I invest all my time and energy in someone I haven't met yet? So I was like, okay, but the the better looking they are. As I've said before, the more in their feminine, the more they've got their shit together, the, the, the hotter women typically, and they're dating other high quality guys as well. They don't need to cling on to me. I'm not their only decent option. They know that there are other good options. So when I say that, they usually go, yeah, that's great. Excellent. I can't wait. See you soon. Thanks. And then yeah. they come up every time. But I still do the confirm the night before. I still say see you tomorrow at seven. See, I feel like 
your method of doing that is much better than what I used to do because <clears throat> I, uh, because we're not supposed to be texting so much. I always, I, I was always telling chicks, um, I'm not a big texter, you know, I don't, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really busy. I don't have a lot of time to text. I'm not a big texter. So then, uh, I've run into the problem and I've ran into this with, uh, with Marine Corps chick, um, where she doesn't want to text me that much because she feels like she's bothering me. Mm. And, uh, she, I think she's, I think she's over that now, which I'll get to in a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, initially when we were just starting out dating, um, cause you want, you want them to reach out between the dates because, uh, you want them to start chasing you yeah. so that you can use that as an opportunity to set definite dates. But if they feel like they're bothering you, bothering you, then they don't want to do that so much. And I, that was a problem that that's another thing I've learned since the last episode on texting mm. is telling them I'm not a big texter actually is it, it can shoot you in the foot. So I like, I like how you do it where you say I don't text before a date because it, it kills the mystery or something. Cause yep. that's just, that's magic. You know, you're, you're sort of letting them peek behind the curtain of the game a little bit, but not really. Yeah. But at the same time, they have no idea what I do. They don't know what I'm doing. I've, left them in suspense by telling them a little bits about myself and then flipping it right, right, right round on them with the, you know, 80, 70 to 80% of the talking. And I left like little tastes in their mouth. Like I said, she's like, what are you doing the rest of the day? I said, ah, oh, I got man stuff, you know, fixing the car, whatever. And she's like, all right, mystery man. And I was like, come on. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, you've done all that. But you've been very masculine and decisive. You've given them the details. You've given them this. You are exposing. You are tilting your hand a little bit, but they still don't know what the fuck you're doing in that time. Yeah, and I don't think it's you're tilting it so much that you're destroying the mystery. You know, you're you're basically saying like, I prefer to get to know people in person. I don't like to text a lot before the date. Yep. Uh, they still have. They still will wonder about you. Like, oh shit, what's up with this? Like this. No, no other guy does that. Every nope. other. Every other simp out there is is texting them right up to the fucking date and blowing their fucking phone up, yeah, and uh, just annoying the shit out of them. You know, like, hey, babe, what are you doing every fucking morning? Good morning, gorgeous. How you fuck it up? Yeah, yeah. They you come across as needy that way, but if you're just like, you know, I prefer to get to know you in person, and uh, I'll see yeah. you then. Don't be surprised if I don't text you. It's not because I'm ghosting you or anything, and. Cause yeah, cause a uh, uh, Marine Corps chick, I went. So I, I always did the confirm confirm, which we talked about. Yeah. Which uh, if you guys want to know more about it, I'm not going to explain it in this episode. Uh, if you go to YouTube and look up Dave Parada confirm confirm, he's got a whole video on uh, how to set a date so chicks don't flake, and and he goes into the confirm confirm me- method. But uh, so I went to go confirm with Marine Corps chick on our first date, and she was like. I was like, so we, you know, we still good for tomorrow night. And she was like, uh, yeah, actually I thought you ghosted me, but yeah, since you didn't, uh, absolutely. <laughs> and that's, and then at that, that moment I said, I, I don't ghost. And, uh, so which I'll come back around to. Um, but I said, yeah, I don't ghost. And, and so then we went, we went on the date the next, the, the next night, you know, and I confirmed the next morning saying, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight or something. And when I got there, um, I was driving up and I saw her walking into the front door and I always parked, parked around back at this place that 
that we uh, we met at. And so I came in through the back, and I guess she told the waitress, uh, "You're gonna you're about to watch me get stood up or something." She felt like I don't know what her deal was, she, but she felt like I was ghosting her, and then she felt like I was going to just blow her off and stand her up on the date. And then I show up through the back door, and she was like, "Oh shit, you're here." I was like, "Damn right, I'm here. Why would I be here?" You know. <laughs> and the thing is, as much as they will complain and kick off about it. I know this sounds bad, but it means you're doing a good job because, you know, you're, you're causing that emotional spark. You're causing that concern. You're causing that anxiety, that competition. Anxiety. They love the drama. They love the indignation of not knowing what's going on. You know, if you were Mr. Nice Guy, you turned up with your flowers and wearing a cardigan that your mum picked for you with a rainbow and a unicorn on the front that your sister stitched in, you're going to get fucked up. You're going <laughs> to, you know what? You're so nice, and I'd love to see you again. As friends. As friends. <laughs> Whereas if they're like, you were a fucking jerk, you didn't text me, you were late to the date, da-da-da-da-da, you don't seem to care about such and such and such, you had no remorse for that comment you just made, which was offensive. I mean, I'm not saying you should be a jerk, but those are the, the nights that usually end up in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is funny, but the chicks do need to wonder about you. And like Corey says, it's scientifically proven that women are more attracted to guys whose feelings are unclear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one thing that I wanted to discuss a little bit in this episode is uh, how different texting has been since I've been in an exclusive relationship. Yeah. So... I've been, I haven't even been exclusive at the time of this recording. By the time this publishes, assuming uh, I'm still with Marine Corps chick, because I never want to uh, assume anything, you know, as far as like, oh, we're going to be together forever. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, I'm yeah. taking, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really taking this day by day, you know, yeah. it's so far it's been pretty good, but. I'm taking it day by day. So by the time this publishes, it's probably going to be New Year's. Assuming I'm with poor chick, that'd be great. But at the time of this recording, we've only been exclusive, not even a full month yet. Mm. So, but but definitely since we've been exclusive, I've noticed a a, a difference in texting that uh, is. I mean, Benny has brought this up to me in the past. But when you're starting out with a chick, you're just starting to uh, get to know a chick. Maybe you're on like first, second or third dates. You're still playing a lot of that text game. You're playing a lot of that mirror game shit. Mm -hmm. But when you're in an exclusive relationship, you can't be playing games too much because uh, they get pissed off about it. <laughs> right. So uh, and then they do like Corey says. Once a chick really likes you and you're exclusive with them, they want all they want your attention all the fucking time. And I'm quoting him in the book, not being an asshole. <laughs> they want your attention all the fucking time. And so I've noticed that Marine Corps chick texts me a lot throughout the day. And she also knows that I work a very flexible schedule and I'm not always in meetings and stuff like that. So if I don't respond back to her, you know, I mean, usually I can, uh, usually it's because of a meeting or something like that, but 
if I'm not getting back to her within an hour or something like that, she starts kind of wondering, like she starts getting upset. And then there was that day where I was busy all day <laughs> and uh, it was, you know, like she came over for lunch and then she had to leave early. So like she and I didn't, didn't have sex. Right. And then uh, she went home cause she had an appointment, but the, but she ended up missing that appointment. So she told me about it and I said, well, why don't you come back here? And I was kind of hoping that she would come back and we could close that deal, you know? And she was like, well, I'm thinking about it or whatever. And she was just sort of like kind of doing that kind of uh, wishy-washy shit over the phone. And I finally just said, well, look, don't think about it too hard uh, because I've got, or I said, don't take a lot of time thinking about it because I have a hard stop at 4 p.m., which was true. I had some back-to-back meetings starting at 4 p.m. that, you know, it, it, there was like a two hour, two or three hour time period where she could have come back. We could have closed that deal. And then I could have had those meetings and she, I didn't hear back from her. She just didn't get back to me. And so she clearly didn't come back. And then I had those meetings and then I got busy with kids stuff and, and, you know, doing shit around my house and, and whatever. And so she had texted me a few times that evening and I didn't get back to her till late. And she was pretty fucking mad about it, you know? Yeah. So then I had to be like, oh, shit. And I was messaging you like, oh, shit, what do I do, Luke? Like, <laughs> so, we, so I ended up play, being, playing the indifference card. And she mm. just totally flipped around. Like, the next day, like, nothing happened. And I held my center. I didn't get mad at her. Like, hey, relax. You know, I'm, I get busy and shit. I just was like, I was busy. And then she made a TikTok about it. And so I, I waited until the next morning. And I just said, I told you I don't ghost, you know, but I didn't get mad about her making the TikTok or anything. I just played off like nothing, like it was no big deal. And she's, and then the next day she made a TikTok like all like, Oh, couples goals and power couple. And yeah, I was like that fucking indifference works. (laughs) You passed the big test. The big test is, do you need me? Do you need me more than you need yourself or you know what I mean? Are you happy on your own just doing your thing? How much, how badly do you need me? Are you really strong and confident and happy in your own company? Are you really a, a true 3% man? And you were just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing me. I'm here. I'm happy. If you're not happy, well, that's just too bad. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I old me a year ago. Yeah would have, and I think some of the guys on the page would have seen that and they would have been like, oh, if you're going to act this way, fuck off or something. You know, they would have gotten mad about it. And I, I certainly would have like, hey, relax. I've got shit I got to do and whatever. And I would have gotten mad at her about it. But I decided to just act like I didn't care if she did that or not. You know, oh, you were, you were upset. Well, that's unfortunate because I was just busy, you know. But I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. What do you want now? Out? Yeah, I I told you I I told you from the beginning. Uh, I'm confirm confirm. Yeah, I don't I don't ghost. I told you that. That's it. You know, being a man means you are unshakable. No matter what she throws at you, you're unshakable. It doesn't mean that you don't lay down boundaries if she crosses a firm line. Like okay. if she her shoes on the bed or something, you'd be like, hey, don't you do that ever in my house. Take them and put them outside now. But for example, something like that, you know, all right, hey, I'm, I've just been busy. What have you been up to? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, fucking happened. 
Yeah, acted like. Uh, no, yeah, because she she texted me at some point in the in the night, and I didn't see it. And I said, and she's like, I feel like you're really pissed at me about something. Like, did I do something wrong or whatever? And I, you know, it wasn't like it was like two hours after that that I finally was like, oh no, I'm not mad. I was just I was just busy. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I finally got a chance to breathe. Uh, you know, because I had to like go pick up my daughter from uh play practice and, and i was like finally got a chance to breathe what are you up to tonight she didn't reply back to me the next morning or whatever i think she was so pissed and then i had a legitimate question in the morning though so i i asked her that question like but it was like nothing happened you know like and then boom just she starts texting me like oh i guess he i was wrong and whatever and yeah, so this is the, the long-term relationship game, and, and it's good that you're in that relationship because it means that between us, we can cover both stages. You know, For me, yeah. what I'm talking about is going to be good for people who are starting out or you know, guys in there, younger guys who are starting out or older guys who've just come out and come back into this game. It must feel like walking into a minefield because at the whole, everything's changed now. What worked yeah. years ago is not working now. What worked six months ago isn't working now because the whole pandemic's knocked it further right now is probably the hardest time to be in the game but that excites me it really mm -hmm. excites me because that really shows what you're truly made of that really shows you know what you got you know yeah our friend nathan one of the moderators on the on the three percent man group he said it before he left for the navy he was like he's like uh because I was getting dates, especially like during lockdown, because a lot of that stuff was during lockdown when before he joined the Navy. And I was getting dates and uh, there was a lot of guys on the page like complaining that they couldn't get dates because of COVID. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I, I seem to have not had problems getting dates and stuff. And he's like, you're you're creating an, an oasis in the desert. <laughs> this, this is the thing is that it isn't about how much money you earn. Yes, you need to be able to get to the date. You need to be able to wear clothes that fit. I've done an episode on that. Yeah. Uh, you need to be able to pay for whatever it is you buy, even if that's a soda and lime, and it costs you 20 cents. In most places, it is around that. Maybe it might even be free if you just have soda water with a crushed lime. You know? And in many, many bars, that's completely free. Uh, for me, I like one glass of wine, which is about... I don't know, $6 or something, $7, whatever. Uh, £4.90 usually in the UK for a nice Merlot. I like to do that. That's about it. I won't, I won't buy them drinks necessarily. I might do, but I might not. It doesn't, you know, it's not a transaction. I'm not trying to impress them. It ain't about, you know, being, you know, overly jacked, although being in shape makes a massive difference. A lot of this comes down to your mind. You know, can you really pass all those shit tests seamlessly? Because, when I was uh, when I go out, I do get the attention. When I go on the dating apps, I get the matches. But it's the savage tests. You know, if you can't pass the savage tests, it was like people were like, oh, you've got an English accent in America. You must get laid all the time. No, I got laid in America when I wasn't looking for it. When I was thinking about my music career and thinking about how excited I was to be traveling, the moment I. The moment I decided that I actually wanted to use that, use my charm and my good looks to get women, I, I failed all the tests because my indifference wasn't there. Um, this was back in the 97% days. You know, really, it comes down to knowing this stuff and internalizing it and being rock solid in yourself. 
Um, should we talk about the mistakes we're seeing people do? Yes, but before before we do that, I want to bring up something because I just thought of it. Um, you and I talk a lot uh, offline, and I think yesterday you we were was it yesterday or day before yesterday? Fuck, I don't know. Our conversations run together now, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, were you were talking about how 3% man, like no book is better than 3% man about explaining like start to finish, you know, all aspects of dating. And I was going to say, uh, it just hit me because you brought up the clothes and how important cl clothes that fit and like clothes that, uh, I don't know. It, it does, you don't always have to wear like a suit and tie and shit, you know, like it, it, your clothes have to match your personality yep. and you have to be able to own it and look good in those clothes. Yeah. Uh, dating essentials for men. Uh-oh, someone's here. Hold on one second. Okay. <sighs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit that shit out. Fucking FedEx guy. Doesn't respect my podcast recording time. Anyway. <laughs> Um, okay, so what I was saying is uh, dating essentials for men actually I feel like might be more well-rounded than Corey's. Yeah. Because he, he talks about stuff like keeping your house clean. Yeah. He talks about grooming, um, you know, like how if you're balding, like if you have thinning hair, just shave your head or cut it really close, you know. he talk, And they talk about that in um, – in uh, atomic attraction a little bit he yeah. talks about and they also talk about clothes and atomic attraction but dating essentials for men i mean he talks about like how to do it like how to get clothes that fit um he says he says like you, normally we don't ask women like how to pick up women right because you don't ask a fish how to catch a fish you ask a fisherman yeah but he does say take a woman with you to to go clothes shopping because women love clothes shopping, for uh -huh. one, and two, get the they will be honest with you on what looks good on you and what doesn't. You know, yeah. guys won't like guys will be like, yeah, whatever, bro. Yeah, you know, out of here. <laughs> but but chicks are like all about clothes and fashion and shit, and they'll be like, oh, I don't like the cut of that or whatever, you know. And yeah. So you can take a, your sister or something and and go clothes shopping and get clothes that fit so that you look better and stuff like that. So I, I just wanted to bring that up. Dating essentials for men is a little more well-rounded, a uh, soup to nuts dating fucking manual. Okay. So I'm going to add to that real quick. So yeah. I'm not really a, you know, I'm, I'm a slim kind of, uh, I've got good lean muscle. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not tiny, I'm not big, but I use extra small t-shirt size, which isn't even in most shops. It's not even in most stores. So the small in most stores is too big for me. But the other thing I was going to quickly add on to that, and I know some big stacked guys who use extra small because it really shows the muscle. Another thing is if you can't bring a woman with you, what I do is I go into the shops, into the stores where there are multiple girls working. And there's usually they're usually in their 20s and they're hot as fuck. And so what I do is I get two of them to rate the outfits. And if both of them agree, and I, it's usually the one that I've got the gut feeling on as well, if the, both those two hot girls, I'm like, you be honest with me. Tell me what looks good. And if both of those hot young store attendants agree, then we get it. Do you know, um, I guess you'd have to do that at a shop where they don't get a commission or something, right? Where they really don't have any vested interest in selling you something. But 
But yeah, that actually sounds like a fucking great plan. And you yeah. might even get their number. That's what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then of course, you can execute the whole, you know, the whole, oh, so what's your opinion on this? What's your opinion? Oh, what do you like to do? Da, 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 da. Okay, what's something unique and interesting about you? Just so that I can really remember this conversation. Oh, cool. Give me your number. Let's get a drink. You seem nice. Cool. Blah, 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 blah. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Done. Yeah. Zoom. Blah, um, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So... I just hit the microphone. Great. Um, so you were, so you want to talk about mistakes we see guys make? Yeah. The number one is the closer asking for the day. Somebody said on the page, would you like to come to my house? Like, have you really read the book? Have you really read the book? Corey says, come to my house, meet me here, meet me there. Come here at this time. Da, 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 da. I mean, first of all, you say, what days are you available to, to, meet, to meet for a drink or to, to hang out? Then, once they've given you the day, come to my place at this time, whatever you want to say, wear this, wear that. For me, I'd just say, get over here this time, this place. Here's where you're going to park. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So there's uh, two things I've learned from that. Um, before I, I, I read the book uh, or read any of these books, actually, I, I might have read Atomic Attraction by this time, but like How To Beast had a video on setting dates and he his suggestion was invite chicks to come with you. Yep. So you say, you know, when are you free to get together? They say Thursday night. Go, okay, Thursday. I know this really great taco place. It's off the, the this drive. I'm going to go there Thursday night. You're, why don't you come and uh, join me, right? Why don't, you, why don't you come with me? You should come with me. Yeah. So invite them to come. That was That's his method. And I started doing that, and I noticed that works really well. Yeah. Dating Essentials for Men is very similar to Corey's method, where you, you just say, meet me here at this time or, or whatever. But <clears throat> Dating Essentials for Men talks about you don't ask a chick on a date. You tell them. Yep. Because uh, it, it sets the tone. But if you're like, if you ask like, well, would you want to meet me at a bar? That you're now you're the, uh, they're the buyer and you're the seller. Yeah, yeah. That's like saying, I'm not really, do you really think I'm good enough for you? As opposed to come and meet me this place this time. That says, yeah. I'm a fucking catch. I do this all the time and I'm used to getting what the fuck I want. And they can't help but go crazy when they hear that. Because that's what they dream of a man who says that. Yeah. They have fantasies about a guy who's that confident, who just says, do this, do that, do that, yeah. get off the bed, take off your clothes. They dream about this stuff. And so finally, their love story that they've pictured in their head is finally coming true. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen um – I don't want to name any names on the page. There's an older guy on our page that uh, I guess he's read the book about five times at the time of this recording and he's on his sixth read, but the five times were years ago. So he's very rusty. Yeah. <clears throat> and he is asking for a lot of, a lot of questions right now on the page that are clearly answered in the book. And he posts his, his uh, text interactions and he, he does that. He, he's asking chicks, well, uh, would you want to go get some drinks sometime? And then the chicks are like, yeah, I'd love that. And he's like, uh, does six o'clock work for you? And it's like, get to the point, dude. You know, like meet me at this bar at 6 p.m. Thursday night. Yeah. 
And then it, like, it tells them, this is what we're doing. And then all they have to do is say yes. The thing is, it's not just women who like that too. Everyone mm -hmm. likes a decisive person. Everyone yeah. likes someone who knows what's going on. You know, when you turn up somewhere, let's say, you know, you've got a team of people who you're working with and you say, right, so what's going on here? You, you instantly favor the person who steps up and says, this happened, this happened, and that's because of this and this is because of that, and now we're going to do this. And you're like, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank great. You don't have to think about it. Exactly. So, uh, I was having a conversation one night with, with Marie Korczyk. So she's getting wind of 3% Man. You know, she knows of it. She's seen it sitting out on my coffee table. I have a coffee mug that says 3% Club and stuff like that. So she knows all about this group. She knows about the podcast. Yep. Uh, she asked me the other night, uh, how, like, she's, she's never listened to podcasts before. She's like, how do I get podcasts on my phone? And I was like, oh, I'll show you. And then I was like, wait, why? <laughs> And she goes, well, you know, you, you, you have that podcast of yours and I wanted to hear it. I go, that podcast isn't for you. I really don't think you want to listen to it. Nope. And so I, she might be listening now. I don't know. I told her I can't stop her from listening, but I told her that it's really uh, designed for men. I go, sometimes, you know, it gets into some locker room talk and uh, I go, some of it's, you know, my past dating and stuff like that. And I go, you don't want to know. I go, I don't want to know your sexual history. You don't want to know about my sexual escapades and shit. Yeah. Like that's it's so she's like, okay, well, if you don't want me to listen to it, I won't listen to it. I go, yeah, I'd rather you not, but you know, I can't stop you. But uh, we started get, getting into a conversation about 3% man. And I was telling her how like one of the, you know, basically you know, we, you shouldn't talk about game, but no. I've already, I've already locked her in for now anyway. And so I was like, well, <clears throat> one of the things I've learned from this book is to be more decisive when setting dates. And I said, I used to be the guy that would say, well, what do you like to do? Well, does this restaurant sound good? Uh, you know, is this time okay for you? Does this work for you? And, and she was like, and I go, and I stopped doing that. And I started having a plan and I'd set a date, meet me here at this time, whatever. She goes, I love that about you. Yeah. She goes, she says, no guy has ever done that for me. And it just makes it so much easier on me because this, then I just go, yeah, that sounds great. And I don't have to think about it. And I go, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, end of the day, something like the 3% man, it's not really offensive. If you, yeah. if she saw the rational male kicking around, it's a great book, but it is only for men. Women yeah. must not read that. They don't want to see that. That's not very flattering at all. But, you know, if, if we saw a book of everything men do wrong, I wouldn't be pleased to see that. But the 3% the man, I mean, if, imagine this. So as long as you don't go into too much detail about the, the less, the more controversial things, you're fine. You know, if you were dating a girl and you realized that she was reading books on how to successfully handle men in a way that makes them feel great, in a way that works really well for both of you, I'd be stoked. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, speaking of books like that, when I was married, yeah. my now ex-wife actually tried at one point to, to uh, not be a bitch. <laughs> she bought a book uh, called The Care and Feeding of Husbands. Uh, <laughs> I think it was by Dr. Joyce Brothers, I think, because she used to listen to 
Dr. Joyce Brothers uh, like radio show all the time. And Dr. Joyce Brothers, a very conservative woman, talks about how like it talks about gender roles and how if women operate in those gender roles that their their lives will be better, their husbands' lives will be better and stuff like that. And the care and feeding of husbands talks about being a uh, and, and I'm you know, maybe this comes across as chauvinist or something, but I don't give a fuck. If you come across as a if you're a, a wife and you're a servant wife, like you make sure your husband's needs are met, you know, you you cook for them, you clean for them. When they come home, you have a beer ready for them and stuff like that. Men appreciate that shit. And then when they start being treated really nice, they start doing more nice for their women. Yeah. And that's what that book's all about. It's like how to basically take care of your husband the way women used to take care of their husbands. Yeah. And then their husbands start seeing this nice attitude and they start treating them better and stuff like that. My wife did that for all of maybe a fucking month. And that whole month I was like, just anything she asked, I was like, yeah, of course, honey, you know, cause you're doing all this stuff for me. Of course I'll do all this stuff. And then my wife's like, Oh, this is great. And then just fucking turn back into her lazy bitch self and then fucking stop doing that and start being a cunt again. That's neither here nor there. But <laughs> Yes. So when my wife was reading that book, I wasn't like, what, why are you doing that? Why are you trying to better yourself? Like, I wasn't like that. I was like, that's, oh, I like where this book is leading you. Yeah. 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 It's great. So it's, I, I think the 3% man, you know, a, a quality woman will really appreciate that because there's nothing harmful in the 3% man. It's not, it's not nasty. It's not dark. It's, it's about giving women what they want. It's what it's about. It's about it really giving is. Women what they want. Giving them what they fantasize about, being the guy who they dream about, the guy whose love stories have been written about. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I told her, I go, I said, because uh, she said, I think I might want to read this book. And I go, yeah, you, you probably should read the book. I go, it's more, it's, it's written for men. I go, you might, you might, you know, as long as you can put that behind you, you, you might actually enjoy the book. I said, there was a, a video that Corey did on YouTube where a woman saw that her boyfriend was just like this great guy and she saw that he had that book so she like like being kind of sneaky went off and bought the book herself and read it on her own and then wrote Corey a letter saying thank you for writing this book it's a fucking great book you're spot on and i said i said so yeah women have read the book but mainly because they want to know why their fucking men are so awesome (laughs) i think Christopher does that with his partner, I think. I think she she read it as well. Did, oh, really? Did she? I think so. I think, I might be wrong, but I think so. And they're, you know, like four or five months in now or something like that. They're doing just fine as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, at the time of this recording, he just posted an update like a day or two ago. Uh, yes. And everything's just going swimmingly for, for Chris. Chris is my spirit animal. Yeah, I like exactly. to – because that, now, that, now that I'm in an exclusive relationship, like uh, – navigating those waters there's not a lot of guys on the page that are there you know and chris is like one of the one of the few guys on the page that got into an exclusive relationship while studying this stuff and Mm. just like we're doing and now he's navigating those waters and i'm like now i'm I'm just getting my my you know feet (laughs) in those waters i'm wading out into the ocean 
but I'm still not sure. Like, oh fuck, because it's it's totally different. Once you're in that exclusive relationship, it's a little bit different. Corey touches on some of that in the book, but he doesn't talk about stuff like texting while you're in a relationship. Yeah, you know, all that's all that texting game he talks about is landing like dating women, like while you're still dating multiple women and stuff like that. Yeah. So another thing as well, if you're going to, uh, let's say you wanted to put lol and say she says something funny and you want to put lol in there yeah and say i just got home lol because that makes it sound like you're laughing at yourself at the fact that you just got home so she says something like try not to crash into a dinosaur or something just some silly in joke you've got then you'd say lol put the comma then say just got home for example that was I learned in some silly text pickup program, which was absolutely bog useless and really, really terrible. But there was a few little things like that. And I thought, hey, you know what? That's not a bad piece of advice. Get it structured correctly. What um, what program was that? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. And I shouldn't shame and name anybody. Was it so it wasn't uh, like a book? No, it was an online thing where you'd pay a couple of dollars and you'd uh, then get a login and you'd go through some videos and whatever. Um, it wasn't a good program at all. But that was the one thing that I took from that. And I thought, you know what? He's right about that. So I, so in episode two, uh, where I talked about texting, I talk about how I read a book called How to Text a Girl by Chase Amante. Okay. And Chase Amante has a website called girlschase.com or something. It's a fucking trash book. It is the dumbest fucking book I've ever read. So if you guys are trying to learn how to text chicks, stay away from that book. It's garbage. He, he talks about basically like writing full on paragraphs and shit when you start out in a conversation with a chick. Cause he's like, you really want to get to a point with, or you want to get to the point in a conversation like when right out of the gate so he basically writes a whole paragraph i was like no no less is more in texting like this is trash yeah yeah so so quite often in texting you want to fragment it so there'll be loads of loads of the work there'll be i'm trying to think of uh, good examples where um there's there are times where you're using multiple words which could just be summed up with one word oh yeah you can condense it Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so many examples, but I can't think of what they are at the moment. But, like, you know, all of the time, you could just say all the time or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing, too, especially when like, I don't think it, it really goes into play with uh, when you're in an exclusive relationship, but when you're just starting out dating, you want to text less than them. So, like, if they're writing big paragraphs, I mean, you can write, you basically want to mirror their effort. Yeah. So if they're writing big paragraphs, you can write big paragraphs, but you want a, your paragraphs to be slightly less than theirs. Yeah. Because you want to seem like you want them to feel like they want you more than you want them. Yep. For some, for some reason, women need that. It, it's, it's subconscious for most of them. They don't realize it. But, but if you're putting in a slightly less effort than them, well. they, they like you more. They do. Um, women, women date up. They want what's better than they've already got because it would in, it 
it's been biologically wired into them to, you know, to, to get the best survival possible for them and survival for their offspring. So it doesn't have to be looks. You know, some people go, oh, well, you know, um, I'm a seven, so I can't date a 10. Of course you can date a 10. I've dated girls who were, you know, straight up nines purely when I was in my mama's fucking basement, purely because of what was going on in my mind. I'm not going to lie. The abs got their attention, too. But the fact that you've got a rock solid mind and your mind is really strong and dominant and confident, you're sure of yourself, you know, a quiet kind of shy, more reserved girl will go crazy because you've just brought in some insane polarity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's like the buyer and the seller, you know, being decisive, going back to setting dates. When you walk into a car dealership, right? You could be dealing, you could be parting with, you know, anything from five to 20K. If we're looking at a car that's not going to just suddenly break down and fall apart on the way out the drive, you know, we're looking at, well, I don't know, I'd say 4K upwards, really, Um, four to 20K. So you wouldn't want a salesman to go, "Do, do you want this? Do you? Would you like to buy this? Would you like to try this? You want someone who's like, oh, yeah you so you go to church every sunday you uh you go swimming on a thursday right right that's what you said you do right okay i hear you i hear you've got a dog as well right okay so you're gonna need a bit more room here you're gonna need an engine this size and then you're gonna do that so why don't you fucking get this da 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 da, and get that and get that and boom always you know you go i've got the right car for you come with me i've got what you want come along 100% 100% confidence, you're like, yeah, I trust this salesman. You don't want a salesman who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's like, I, 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 I think you might want this one. I, 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 w- w- would you like red or blue? You want someone who's like, and I think blue would go amazing with your eyeliner. Yeah. You know, I, I was watching uh, a Corey Wayne video last night. Uh, I think it was the, the, the best comebacks ever one that you Yes. It's uh, it's also mentioned in the book, you know, Google Corey Wayne rejected the best comebacks ever. Like that's How mentioned in the book. This page have actually read that. How many people on here have actually read? I mean, I question how many of those guys posting have really read it. I yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I I'll be candid. There's a, I've read the book. I'm on my 12th read now. Yeah, and I almost always skip over the video parts where he's like Google Corey Wayne, blah blah blah, because a lot of the times in the videos he says go back and read my book, and so it's very, <laughs> it's very circular. But yeah. that particular episode where he talks about the best cutbacks ever, he does have some really great stuff in there. Yeah. But one of the things that he said that uh, because you brought up the car salesman, yeah, and he said in this video is. Uh, when he used to be in real estate and, and working in sales, <clears throat> yeah. he and his buddies used to say, no matter what interaction you're having with somebody, someone's always being sold. Yep. You know, either you're selling them on why they should do stuff with you or they're trying to sell you on why they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the other thing uh, is that I wanted to talk about is, is best pickup and date questions. Okay. I swear by that. Now I did a video today, which should which should land on the page about what I do with that on the date. But you can use those pick up and date questions in text interactions too. Why the fuck not? They're brilliant questions. Um, so 
you know, you get people who say, oh, I don't know what to say on the date. I know this is outside of texting. But, you know, right. what I do is I've written all of those questions down, along with a couple of other good questions I came up with myself or found online. And then I deleted all the ones that didn't apply, questions that I would never say. Like, do you remember your first day of school? Fuck that. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. And, I, and to me, that seems a bit obvious, a bit like you're obviously gaming them. I, I wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just that's just my personal opinion. That that would sound a bit try-hard for me, a bit like you're oh, – I wouldn't do that. So anyway, you delete the ones you don't want to say, and then you, you're left with about, I don't know, six to 15 questions, really good date questions, and then you have that note. <laughs> under the table or whatever, or you look at it when before she arrives, look at it when she's at the bar, look at it when she's in the restroom. I wouldn't have it under the table. Um, and, and, and you just, whenever you get a mind blank, you know, you come up with a great, you know, a brilliant question. People have said, what do I say on the date? Well, Corey's gives about a million examples, doesn't he? He does. Uh, actually, it's funny that you bring it up because I did the same thing. I would, uh, it, I, I did it in, in, until I got better at it. Yeah, but but yeah, there's like yeah, he's got like a good thirty questions, um, and you you just kind of got you could pick and choose which ones that would work best for you that yeah. you, because it has to match your personality. Yeah, and maybe have like you know ten solid questions. You don't mm-hmm. even you're not even going to need all ten. Yeah, because four. Yeah, because when you go into that date, you really just need one or two, maybe even three of them to spark a conversation to get her talking because you yep. want her to do 80, 80% of the talking anyway. And women love to talk. They do. So yeah. all you need to do is let them and you ask them maybe one of those questions, they go off on a tangent. Then all you have to do then is just maybe ask them some clarifying questions or whatever and keep that conversation going. You don't even need your, your conversation starters anymore. No. And then if the conversation lulls, then you maybe pull up another one. Yeah. But, but, but typically just get the ball rolling and they will fucking push the, push that ball for you. <laughs> within each thing they say, they'll then say, Oh, I used to do that when I lived in bloody bloody. And you'll be like, Oh my God, you lived in bloody bloody. And then you'll be like, yeah, I went there with my brother. Oh, you have a brother. How old's your brother? What does he do? Oh, he works in such and such. But my sister used to, oh, you've got, um, tell me about that sister. And you can just roll it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. But once Tick starts fucking talking, if she likes you, she'll just, she'll talk her, her fucking head off. And That's it. And if she doesn't, then she's a stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have to pull the conversation, like to fucking yank it out of them you don't want to be with a chick like that anyway they have that's typically low interest or they're a boring fucking person yeah 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 so does that relate to deck to texting well once you've got your date yes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well we're we're over an hour so i think we should uh go ahead and wrap this up yeah what uh what kind of closing remarks about texting do you want to impress upon the lads okay so i would say a hundred percent be honest about the fact that you're not going to text much before the date because that's an ultimate flake a hundred percent confirm um either the day before or the day of or both confirm confirm um 
Um, put lol before you say anything. Don't say something and then say lol. That sounds stupid. Um, I'm not a big fan of feminine emojis, but some people get away with that. I do emojis. I'm an emoji guy. You're an emoji <laughs> guy. Okay. Um, emoji emoji guy. <laughs> And then, of course, we want to try and keep our text bubbles at least the same size, if not smaller. Um, unless, of course, the content is really good and it's really important and it's like crucial for the details of the date or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but fragment, always fragment, because do I really need to say, and then we? I could just say, furthermore, or whatever. I, I can't even think about it right now, but there are, there are plenty of ways we can cut the words right down to just say, in a way that doesn't make you sound stupid. Grammar is important. We want to get the grammar right. Don't yeah. see you with like the letter U. That makes you sound like a 15-year-old boy on a uh, whatever the fuck Fortnite chat room, whatever it is these people talk on, whatever my uh, high school students do. I, I don't I don't want to be there, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Luke. Well, thanks again for joining me, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you were able to reschedule to today because we were supposed to do this tomorrow and you had to blow me off for a hot date. But uh, this goes for anybody in the group. If we're going to, if we have a uh, podcast scheduled and you have a hot date that comes up that, that, that supersedes podcasting, just fucking go and don't worry about my feelings. Cause I don't care. I'd rather you go out and get laid. Fuck your feelings, man. <laughs> Fuck your feelings. Go get some poon. What were you saying? Thank you. Thank you for being flexible. Anytime, man. All right, dude. I will chat with you later. Cool. Bye-bye. Good Lord, I love when Luke comes on. He's really fun to talk with. I hope you guys like when I have Luke on as well. I also hope you guys got some value from our perspective on texting. But if you want to know more, be sure to post about this episode on the 3% Man Facebook group and tag Luke or I. All right, guys. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it. Get it.